Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Men of Ann Arbor podcast. As always, I am Stuart Douglas alongside PD Sims. PD, what's up, man? What's going on? What's up, Stu, man? Nothing much, man. Same old, same old. Another day in we, Detroit, we, baby. We, we got a, a short PD's Coach's Corner this week, huh? Yeah, short corner, man. So basically, <laughs> my sh- hey, look, my shot's through short corner, but basically, yeah. um, I just gave in on the actual coaching aspect. Um, I'm going to be considered as the player development guy. Just help those guys develop a little faster. So I'm uh, going to focus on that. I'm going to lead coaching for the summer, man. I hopped in head first and, you know, I'm going to take hey, a you, step back. You're pulling a Jawan now. You got somebody else coaching. No, no, no. no. <laughs> so, the, so those guys were coaching. I just came in there. Yeah, on their program, even though it's my program, my school, but I came in on those guys' program, and you know my thoughts, and you mean their coaching thoughts, you know. Had yeah, it was definitely an so. interesting situation just to roll up on, and then be given the keys, and it's like, all right, here you go, Petey. It's you got tough, your coaching man, high school kids that <laughs> that you've never talked to, <laughs> that I never talked to. That's so yeah. hard and so standoffish at the same time. So it's like you know. And then I want to build my own culture. I want to build my own identity. You know what I'm right. saying? You have – yeah, you're like just at the early, early, early stages of building Persian back up. For sure. And so I'm, it's going to take know, some some weird maneuvers. I still don't fully understand what's going on with player development and coaching, but I, I trust you. I don't know why. I just trust you, man. No, still, I'm just teaching them how to play. They don't – I hear you. Like, you know – Fundamentals, man, like we learn, man, just teaching them fundamentals of the game, you know. And if you don't learn fundamentally how to do something, you don't have a base, I don't think you can learn anything, you know, or or grow at anything. So it's just giving them a good base to grow on. Yeah. This this year, you hopped right in, wasn't going to be – it's a wash. You're you're waiting to develop the summer, build a little bit of culture. For sure. So, so you get I'm, it. I'm, I'm I'm excited to hear about what happens in the future with with all that. Your season's coming to an end here pretty soon for Michigan basketball. So, I think next time we record, you might be done. We'll have to get another update on that. But yeah, you're in uh, might be a similar situation to Michigan basketball here coming up. Everyone's calling for Jawan's head. I know you got some thoughts on the Purdue game. I think it's. I don't know. This is the loudest that. The voices have gotten for firing Juwan, which I understand, but you know, getting embarrassed, losing by twenty three on the road at number two, Mackey is arguably the toughest place, if not one of the toughest places to play in the Big Ten, arguably the country, and you're without your point guard who averages what seventeen and five. I mean, it was just it was just not going to happen for him. Overall, I, I watched the whole game though. I, I turned off like the last two minutes, but did you watch it all? Well, probably about the last four minutes, I think, when the big guy um, fouled out, I stopped watching. But, yeah, yeah, man, it's, you know, Purdue, we got a good Purdue, and Purdue caught a bad Michigan, man, you know, between the coaching issues and the actual, you know, Doug being out, playing on the road, playing in Mackey. It was different, so it, it wasn't the same Michigan that you would would normally get. So, Purdue, you got this one. Um, you know, Purdue, you got no, this one. 
no, it was an impossible situation. For sure. I think the guys played hard. I don't know if you saw former host of this show, Nick Stauskas. He went on. Oh, he I seen on. that tweet. You saw it? We get, I think yeah, it was a yeah, comment yeah. under the UM, UM, like Michigan's basketball. Yeah. Game. Went on yeah. there and I was like, all right. Hey, Nick's, Nick's a passionate guy. I'm not going to fault him for that. And I get what he's saying. There's a lot of anger around the program right now, right? That like, especially when you look at the football program, although I want to get into that because Ward Manual, there's some things going down. Anyways, a lot of anger around the Michigan basketball program. Players, especially, I've talked to other players, they're not happy. They weren't happy this past summer. Like they've not liked what they've seen in the last couple of years. I don't agree with Nick. I think the guys are playing hard. Like I think there, I think, you know, there's still young guys that need to be taught. Like you have to be taught like how to play hard in certain situations, but I don't think anyone's going out there not caring. You know, guys will still look to, I mean, Nick went out there and, you know, wanted to play and wanted to make it to the league. And so you want to win for your team, but you also want to advance your career. You can do both. It's not a, it's not a mutually exclusive thing. I don't think any of these kids, I don't want to bash any of these kids. I, I, if anything, it's going to be on the recruiting, um, how the coaches have developed the program, you know, NIL, which I, I believe Michigan is behind on. I mean, you lost, you lost Hunter to that. Let's be straight up about it. Like you lost Hunter to that. And the fact that you couldn't get talent around him, he wanted to go to Kansas. They didn't even pay him. That wasn't even the biggest offer that he had. He wanted to go win a, a national championship, and Kansas offered him both of those best worlds. I mean, so it's just a culmination of things that have been going downhill. But I, I don't know. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you think that it would be wise to – because I think Juwan's gone after the year. Like, I, there's no way he keeps his job at this rate. Do you think they should just fire him now and 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 just, I don't know, start with um, assistant coach? Take I, I mean – Maybe Phil, maybe somebody else, maybe Saudi or, or Howard Isley, give them a test run at it, uh, or let him let Juwan finish the season. You know that's a sensitive subject because as far as you know, Juwan, you know how I feel about Juwan, but just say any other coach in this position, he, it's it's tricky firing the coach in the middle of the season just because yeah. how the guy's gonna react, you know. If it's hard already getting them to play with different things like morale and, you know I mean, showing that togetherness, it's going to be much harder, you know, playing for a new coach right in the middle of the season. Well, almost at the end of the season. So, no, but, you know, it's all the thing that I believe in rebuilding. And, you know, at some point, the focus, the energy to the basketball team as we've been seeing it the last 10 years, um, needs to be fundamentally rebuilt. So, you know, if that's, you know, Jawan's future in jeopardy, who knows? But, you know, even in my coaching situation, I just feel like the guys in the program, the structure, the fundamentals, it all has to be one for – you to win as a team, you know, you're going to have individual accolades and always on each team. But for this team to move forward, you know, they got to reestablish uh, identity. They don't have one right now. No, not at all. 
and I'm trying to think of like what they can do. I, I know, I know, I'm, I'm wild for saying this, but I'm like, Big Ten tournament still right there. I mean, it's possible. They, they, you, you saw the talent at the beginning of the year, right? Like they can put up ninety on anybody if they put it together. Can they guard? I think it's slowly been there, but college basketball is wild. Can you string four four wins together in March to get to the tournament? Sure, why not? I guess it's not likely. Um, and even then, it probably not going to save Juwan's job. But at this point, like I just don't see how they don't move on. I, I don't think it's a good idea. I have two thoughts about this. I don't think it's a good idea to fire him in the middle of the season. Um, one being the biggest one is that Jace is still on the team. Like his son is still on the team. It's just a weird dynamic that you put Jason, you put an interim coach in. They have to kind of tiptoe around that. Um, Cause you know, when it, when somebody comes in, even if it's, even if it's one of drawn assistant coaches, they're going to come in and do things a little differently and it's going to just be a little sensitive. So I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's also not a good idea because Juwan and his history with Michigan, um, being a part of the fab five, you want to, you don't want to alienate the fab five in any way, shape or form whatsoever. And yeah, exactly. Again, so you yeah. don't want to do Juwan dirty like that. I think give him some dignity and, and let him finish into the season. Um, but I also want to say this about people being loud on social media and players seeing all of this. And if you, it's a weird irony um, or weird dichotomy, if you will, where fans, you know, the reason that college basketball is big money is because of fans and the support. And I get that. Same with all professional sports. And the reason that you can make NIL is because of the all the eyeballs on it. So fans feel entitled to express their opinion. And social media is still kind of a hellscape and like free for all. But it's very ironic when you want the program to change. And I promise you, like bashing players on Twitter and expressing just absolute anger on Twitter that people see, that players will see and read and look up, like it's not helping them at all. If you want to like keep morale, I mean, you're really just burying the morale of these kids over and over and over again. And some kids are different, like they're stronger than others. I get that. And, you know, again, free country, you can express what you want online to a certain degree. Um, But I don't know. I just find it really funny. Like if you really want the best interest of the program, like let's chill out on just bashing outright bashing everyone. I understand you've been upset with Jawan, but man, like the, the absolute like childish put downs with no context, you know, just out open in public is pretty, is pretty wild to me. I don't, I don't know if you ever experienced that when you played, I think social media was still like coming up. Like I, when you after you graduated, I think it really blew up. Like Twitter really blew up. So I don't yeah. know. It's a different different world to experience. I know. I, I I know what you mean, Stu. But you know, if I was coming up and you know if that was happening, you know, I missed the bunny or you know some you know how things happen where you just down on yourself. I ain't need another person or visually seeing a fan get down on me. You know that like you said would have killed my morale, but. At the end of the day, you know, this thing is like a business now. And the fans are still invested. And some people are invested in other ways. So, and they hold these kids to a different standard than they held us. So, it's true. It's true. It is true. People 
it's like pros and yeah, that it is kind you of got a, NI, yeah, you got NIL. So bashing and, you know, being this way with the kids, you know, people not as sensitive as they were to college players or to them actually being kids and learning and growing. So, you know, I, I, I'm with you on that, but people not thinking that way and people just going to go harder, you know, as long as the team is not doing well, you know, when the flowers are blooming, everybody's smiling, everybody's good. But, you know, they are kids and I feel you, they need to just back up a little bit with that. Yeah, it's it can be brutal. I always found it funny when, like, you, I had people tweet at me, like senior year especially, and it was always some dude, maybe in his mid-20s, maybe college, sometimes grown men. And every time that you would respond, I would, like, respond. It didn't bother me, but I would, like, respond pretty normal and neutral and, like, calm. They'd always apologize every single time. I mean, it was, like, um, clockwork. It was so funny. They felt so you empowered. Yeah. To like to to bash me and it's like, Scott, dude, I'm I'm trying, man. Like, what do you want yeah. from me? Like, oh that kill him. Like, sorry. Lo- love you guys. Go blue. It's like, yeah. get out of my face, man. It it was so funny every time. It's just I don't know. It it's uh I understand the frustrations. I really do. And I and I think that Michigan basketball needs a fresh restart, but like you know, try not to just absolutely bash everyone when you're talking about it. Like, give some context. These are human beings. They have failed. Fine. Let them move on with some dignity and grace. Like, I'm not trying to rub Juwan's nose through the mud on his way out and being like, get out of here. I'm not trying to kick him out on his ass. I think that that's counterintuitive to what the culture you want to build at Michigan. Um, again, counterintuitive to you know, in parts of building the culture is the Fab Five. It would be it would be counterintuitive to you know mending those bridges. Like it's it's like right there. They all they're all at the game a couple games ago, a few games ago, whatever it was. That's massive. Like it was just a rant. now. Obviously, it was the big Lions game. They're all in town for the Lions game. They were coming well, over. People but, are talking about that in the city. You know, I'm yeah, in the like, city. People are talking about the Fab are they, Five being at the game. Yes, for sure. Are they? Okay. Yes, for sure. What are they saying? Say so was oh, did you see um? They reunited, and you know, right after following that, they're like, "Man, we hope Juwan don't lose his job." You know, so yeah. Even just the fans, just just everyday fans in throughout the city, you know, what I mean, realize what's going on. So the blue touch a lot of you know, what I mean, spirits. Just like losing a big, just like winning the big game, um, you bringing out alumni, you bringing out. You know, everybody eyes on you. So same effect when you lose. You go out and lose a big game. You got guys like Nick speaking out, alumni mad, furious at what's going on with the program. So, you know, you get it both ways. So you yeah. you, you, you have to really look at this and say, is it Juwan or, you know, is it things that could be changed within the players, the system? I don't know. We got – how many games? Um, three into the Big Ten season starts, maybe less. Till the Big Ten tournament? No, more. Yeah, the Big Ten tournament. I'm sorry. They got quite a bit. One, like ten, eleven. Dang. Okay, 12. ten. Okay, so yeah. 
going forward. Yeah, they got a long ways know. to go. That's the other side of it. It's like they, they got to keep yeah. going. But I want to talk about the, the Fab Five part because I think that's interesting. Like Detroit, people are talking about it. Like that was a big deal. It's a big deal in Michigan. It's a big deal in Ann Arbor. I think it's a big deal. It can be for your program like to have alumni forward-facing, front-facing for kids and recruiting. Now, I understand like the NIL is, is taking over. Like it's getting freshmen is not – as big of a deal as it once was five stars obviously are. And then, you know, some top 50 guys sprinkled in there and then, you know, guys surprise you each class, but it's not as important, but like, if you want to win five stars are huge and culture is huge for getting that. And the fab five is like just perfect. It's it's perfect for, for what they're trying to build in terms of recruiting. Um, And now you have Juwan, one of the most important members of the fab five, it's crumbling to pieces right in front of uh, or right as this relationship is being built back up. It's, it's just going to be very interesting, interesting to see how they tiptoe around that, what happens at the end of the year. And really it's kind of up to Jalen. I think, I think Jalen is the leader of that. He's been the leader of the fab five in terms of eyeballs in the last five years of like how they feel what they should be doing. You know, Juwan's Juwan, Jalen's out there in the community with um, his schools. He's on ESPN. Like he's the most listened to out of all of them. He's the most influential in so many different ways and you don't want to piss him off. Um, And, you know, you fire Juwan, he's going to be a little sour. He might not want to deal with you for a little bit, but I think if you do it in the right way, it's not going to piss off all of them. And Jalen will still have an interest in, building that culture within Michigan. And I think that's really huge to maneuver. And again, it's going to do nobody any good if you just, again, rub Juwan's face in it on the way out and then kick him on his ass. It's not going to do anything good for anybody. So I hope they can do it, um, you know, again, maneuver these waters. How how, how am I trying to say it? Like softly, (laughs) like not just splash everywhere. Um, but who knows? Because Ward Manuel might be on his way out, dude. This this guy just botched the whole Jim Harbaugh thing. Have you have you been looking into this? Did you read no. the report? No. Harbaugh to the to the Chargers. Obviously, everyone who be listening to this knows that. But he it came down to the wire, and then like the final hour, Ward Manuel finally gave in to all of Jim's requests. And at that point, I think like the report was that he. Ward was going to report back to Jim and say, okay, we relent. We're going to give in on all your requests. And at that point, Jim was already like accepting the job with the chargers uh, a few days ago. It was like, what are you doing, dude? Why are you not giving this guy the bag? Whatever. And then everything attached to it. Like, I just don't get it. So he might be out and there might be a whole new AD that needs to, has to maneuver all these complicated situations. So it's just, to me, it's like an absolute mess top to bottom with everything. So, man, with all this going on, going forward, what's the biggest thing the team can do to rally around, to get some type of confidence, to try to turn this season around, to at least try, with everything's going on? Yeah. And, and, and you know, we can talk about the future. And, like, Butler this year had have six seniors. All were transfers in their entire – Starting five was transferred in. I think maybe one or two guys were on the team last year and played a little bit of minutes, and that's possible nowadays in NIL. Um, so I, I hope – I just want the guys 
to play hard, have fun, play for each other. I want I want the kids to play for each other. They can still be competitive. They're still good enough. They can still figure out how to win games in the Big Ten, win games in the Big Ten tournament. I know it seems very far away, but I I just don't doubt that they I, – I, I will never doubt them in terms of winning games because of what the potential is talent-wise. So I want them to play hard, play for each other, and I, I just don't want to see the whole thing blow up where they lose every game now by 15 because nobody cares. I think you got to take some pride in yourself and – Give it everything you can on the way out um, for yourself. Like, I, it's be very easy to throw in the flag as a player right now. I would not blame these kids if, like, they just half-assed the rest of the season, or at least gave you know gave a little bit less effort than if they were in the the tournament hunt. Like that, it's a totally normal human reaction. But I think I hope for themselves they don't do that and they just kind of take these bumps, take these licks, and kind of and move on. And I'd still like to see guys come back next year, but that's the 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 name of the game now with NIL is all these kids can leave. I think literally all of them besides no, they can all leave. Right. Cause yeah, I'm trying to think of like who doesn't have eligibility left or leave or I don't know. Anyways, they could all be gone. Like quite literally, I don't, they I don't think they all will, but that's what I want to see them work hard and then just keep staying positive and, you know, have within the players build the culture, right? Like you don't know what's going to happen to your head coach, but like stick together. We're trying to build something within ourselves as well. Cheddar, Doug, Terrace really come together and say, you know, we want, we want to stay here. We want to come together again. I don't blame them if they will leave, but that's my hope. You know, what, what do you want to see out of them? Well, first off, you know, despite what's going on with the coach, you got to come together. I remember their playing there as player, it's so crazy. The last time Michigan lost that big, whether on the road or at home, I was on the team. You know, was it Beeline so, or was it Amaker? It was Amaker. It was Amaker. Okay. But I think we went to UCLA. We lost by oh. probably four more points than they did. And that was a tough team that year. It was a tough team. They were number one in the country. Yeah. Um, so, so I just remember, you know. After that, we went on a string of like winning maybe four games, but it was only because we started playing for each other. So, you know, after a tough loss like that, you hear speculation about the coaches. Develop that unity. If you haven't had it before, get it because it's going to help you in the long run. And you just got to play hard, man. Every game counts from this point on. Your future, I know – you losing guys to transfers and the portal, but that's the soft way out, Stu. You got 10 games to at least try to get some momentum to win four games in the tournament to make the yeah. tournament. You know, I never lose faith, man. You guys got to rally. Um, I'm a l- proud alumni. I'm still supporting. I'm a support throughout. Um, yeah. So, man, I just think we just got to fight the blue way. I- yeah, I just want the guys to be proud of their effort at the end of the year, no matter what happens, because that's all you can control. And it, I know it's a game of wins and losses, and that's how you're going to be judged, but that's not how you judge yourself, and you'll never get validation from somebody else. It'll never be good enough. You can only validate yourself, and that's going to be through your effort. And I, this is, I'm not saying that they aren't giving effort. I just hope that it, it's just, this is an easy situation to break down, and 
you just don't want to regret not giving it your all towards the end. Um, you know, I feel bad for the seniors, but even if, you know, you have three years, two years left, one year left uh, of eligibility for these guys, like you don't want to look back and, and regret not giving it your all for yourself um, and for your teammates. Uh, most of all for yourself. It's a, it's a big learning experience. We had that my sophomore year. We were terrible losing record. We were ranked what? 14th to start the year had a losing record yeah. um and but we finished strong i mean evan turner hit that shot and put a, put us out of our misery at the end but like we played till the end and that was one of the best games i ever had pd i think i had 20 <laughs> it was like well, you, i was killing it that game and i was like oh we're gonna win this is gonna be big for me and then we lost and i was like you know what i'm, I'm proud of how we how, the effort we gave at the end like all the seniors like i played for the seniors because yeah. I knew it was going to be sad for them to be, to for everything to be over, um, so yeah, that that was, I mean you had we, you experienced that, yeah. So that Your was last the, year. yep. It was different moments in the season where we had to rally together. Where it wasn't about beeline, it wasn't about none of right. the coaches. It was about us coming together, strapping our nuts on, and <laughs> playing for each other. Your truck nuts, yeah, strapping our nuts on and playing for each other. <laughs> Without that, you know, we would have stayed in the slump, you know. So, yeah, and you know that Evan Turner shot it, it was, you know, a fluke. So, other than yeah. that, man, like you say, we get we came together, man. We had a down year, you know. It was a after coming off a tournament run, we yeah. won a game in a tournament. Yeah, it was um, it was pretty wild, but it happened. But but we recovered from it. This situation is 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 different. It's a little different. So I understand that there's going to be a lot of question marks with Juwan going forward, but I don't know. I'll wait and see. I think again, I hope they don't fire a mid season. I, I don't like anybody getting fired. I don't think it's good for anybody or, you know, I say that sometimes people need to get fired when things are going terrible, but I don't know. I, it's just weird when it's Juwan and it's a member of the Fab Five who's established your culture. It, they are your basketball culture. They, they they started your basketball culture. I know there's Kazi and the '89 championship team, but culture goes a long way, and culture can go a lo- much longer way in regards to winning. Like nobody talks about Glenn Rice, nobody talks about that '89 championship team as much as they do the Fab Five, not nearly as much. And so that that's. That's telling. It tells you something. So again, they gotta maneuver these this situation here pretty delicately. But I don't know. Well, um, who they got next? They got Saturday. I don't even know when this pod is dropping, but Iowa winnable game at Michigan State. Wouldn't that be funny if they win at Michigan State on the thirtieth? I I laugh my ass off, dude. I I'll be on. I hate calling it X. I'll be on X chirping if they win at Michigan State. That would be hilarious. Man, it's hard to win. Hey, it's hard to win at the Breslin, but it's always good to win anytime you beat the Green. So Oh no. Doug's still out. Damn. Okay, Doug has missed. This is only his second road game. No, third it's only his second road game he's missed. Bro, that's not good. He's got four more, I think at least. So he's Man, gonna miss Michigan it. State. Bro, these are all at the end. We got to work with what we got. It's three. Nebraska, four. Illinois, five. Northwestern, six. 
There's only two more road games. There's only four more games after that. Oof. Doug, we're going to miss you, but we got to work with what we got. Yeah, no, for miss sure. Him? For sure. But it's just, it's just not good for continuity. But, again, it, it's out of sight, out of mind. Someone's not there, step up and keep playing. I thought they, they played hard against Purdue, so I want to keep that going. But we'll end it there. Um, I don't know. Good talks. We'll see what happens with – now that Ward's done negotiating with Jim Harbaugh, we'll see what chirp comes out of um, the AD to AD's the next office, coach's out of the basketball office. We'll see what connections we have. We got – yeah. I'll, I'll keep my ear to the ground. I'm going to hit up Ant Wright, see what else he's been hearing. But um, we'll be back after a couple games. Again, wait and see how they play and wait and see what happens, what what the rumors are swirling about. But people are calling, people are angry, and we understand. Um, it's just a weird, weird time for Michigan basketball, to say the least. That's all I got to say. I'm done. I'm done with it. We'll be back 2 0. Next time they see us, we'll be back 2 0. You know, stay positive. Um, you've been positive. You've been more um, biased and optimistic than me, Stu. Um, these yeah. last couple of pods. Yeah, these last couple of pods, you, you sticking with it. You sticking with it. Well, it's just in the grand scheme of things, there's anger in the immediacy of failure, right? Like we're always angry, like at a snap of the finger. And I've had too many years of experience doing that where – I look back on it and I was like, well, that was stupid. Like, we don't need to react like that. Things will change. So do we need to get super angry and negative? No, you can you can make changes and call out the truth and, you know, clean house if you need to without getting absolutely angry. But, you know, that's what I, get, I like, I like that. Get, I try not to get angry. I like that. I like that. Yeah. But all right, we'll we'll be back. Um, not sure when we're going to record again, but after a couple games, and just check in on this Michigan program. It's uh, it's day to day with certain things, so we'll have to keep an eye on everything, and, and we might have an emergency recording depending on what happened. But um, next couple games will be will be fun to watch. The effort. I, I'm just keyed in. I'm not really worried about wins and losses. I just want to watch how these. Let's kids respond and play for themselves and finish out the year strong. So appreciate everybody listening. Uh, you can find us uh, at beyond the big 10 on social media. Um, everywhere you listen to your podcast, appreciate you guys listening until next time. Peace.